0: good afternoon, everybody. We've got some NBA to talk about. The uh, PGA Championship round one is still going on. Scott, DJ, DeChambeau, Cole, all at four under par. Scotty Scheffler is one back at three under par. And again, uh, players still on the course, including uh, Adam Scott and Dustin Johnson, as they are through 15 on this late afternoon in New York. But again, uh, it's a interesting leaderboard to say the least, an interesting leaderboard to say the least because of the live golfers that are on top. All right. So hit me up. What do you want to talk about today? All right. What do you want to discuss? Again, let me give you the leaderboard. DeChambeau four under Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, uh, Cole, four under. Scheffler finished at three under. There you have it. All right, again, NBA last night. Miami, once again, showing the doubters that, uh, you know, don't forget about us. It's a hell of a fourth quarter. And Jimmy Butler, once again, just unbelievable. I mean, there's really nothing else you can say what Jimmy Butler's doing. It is absolutely incredible. It is absolutely incredible. Amazing. And uh, right now, in a little bit, game two, Denver trying to go two up on the Lakers, whereas uh, Boston's facing a huge game two. You know, what is it about the Celtics, who have been so bad at home this year in the playoffs? Awful. I mean, that's hard to believe. Really is. Hard to believe. Adam Scott has just missed a a par putt, so he's going to drop out of the lead, and he will go to three under par. Seriously, though, what's the deal with the Celtics at home? Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Actually, I uh, take that back. That putt was for Birdie that he missed, so he remains at four under par. But what's the deal with the Celtics at home? Brutal. Absolutely brutal. What do you think about the game tonight, Denver and the Lakers? You think that this is going to be even at a game of peace? Or do you think Denver holds serve and it goes back to LA at 2-zip? Uh, so we've got those things to uh, talk about. Anything else? All right. A little bit of a programming note here. Beginning next week, all right, I'm going to reduce this show to right now, three days a week. And on the other days, I'm going to do an open forum show over on YouTube. So for right now, and again, this could change because I have a lot of travel coming up that I have to do next Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, listen app. Tuesday and Thursday over on YouTube if you don't like that. So we're going to reduce this. The reason for this, uh, a, couple of, a couple of, just so you want to know, all right, a couple of reasons. Uh, the numbers over on YouTube are far superior than the listen app. And I get a much more in-depth reach when I am on YouTube and Periscope. The negative of that is I don't get a chance to talk to you. However, I'll still be able to talk to you. I just won't be doing it every day. Now that may change again when we get back into King season and the football season. All right, so when the NFL starts, And King season, I may go back to five days a week. So we got Memorial Day coming up a week from Monday. Obviously, no show there. Uh, I've got a long trip I've got to make for a wedding. I've got a couple of days where I won't be working at all. I'm playing in uh, Christopher Russo's uh, member guest golf tournament. So I won't be doing a couple of shows when I'm involved with that. So, again, I got a couple of scheduling notes. You know, if you subscribe, if you follow me, you'll know exactly what I'm doing. All right, I need a leadoff individual for tonight. Leadoff man, leadoff woman, who wants to start the show off? And we'll get it rolling
1: right here with Connor. Hey,
0: Connor, how are you today?
1: Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm good, buddy. So, How about the Miami Heat? We said don't count them out, and Jimmy Butler just continues to wow with his performances, especially in the fourth quarter. Just incredible what they've been able to do with all the elite teams in this league.
0: I don't remember the last time I've seen this type of a performance from a player in the postseason. Do you? I mean, it's just – it's remarkable.
1: Yeah, the only thing that comes to mind was LeBron James in 2018 where he just basically single-handedly beat the Raptors and had a great series. But Jimmy Butler, just he's on a different level. I mean, he's setting records left and right. And without Tyler Hero, without Victor Oladipo, and this team is still – I mean, they're three wins away from the NBA Finals. Just think about that for a minute.
0: That's unbelievable. Yeah, without Tyler Hero, Oladipo, obviously, I, with all the injuries he had, I, I almost leave him out of the equation. But, yes, without Tyler Hero, that's hard to believe, isn't it? If, can you imagine if they had Hero? Or maybe, maybe having Hero has been better for Butler because he's clearly had to take the, you know, the team on his shoulders, on his back. But what he's doing is absolutely incredible, absolutely mind-boggling.
1: Yeah. And I think a couple of days ago I heard Waggis say that LeBron is like the best player left in these playoffs, but I disagree. I think obviously Jimmy Butler is the best player this year in the playoffs. And then I still like Jason Tatum and Jokic. And, and would you take Anthony Davis when he's healthy over LeBron in these playoffs?
0: Uh, yes. I in these playoffs. Yeah. But no one's been better than Jimmy Butler in these playoffs. Nobody.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. And What's going on with the golf is who are the, who are the leaders right now?
0: Uh, They're still on the course, but uh, a couple of live golfers, Adam Scott, uh, but Dustin Johnson is currently in a co-lead at four under. There are four players that are currently at four under par. They're still playing, you know, this late in the day, which is a little interesting, but uh, they're still out on the course. So, will update you as it becomes uh, pertinent because they're still playing. But the, the leaderboard could change. You know, Rose just missed a birdie putt that would have given him uh, the sole lead. And again, DJ is still out on the golf course. He's got two holes left. So that could change. Scotty Scheffler is a one back at three under par. But again, Bryson DeChambeau uh, with Adam Scott, Dustin Johnson, And then uh, Cole is at uh, 400. I got to be honest with you. I'm not even familiar with him. Uh, Eric Cole. I'm not even familiar with Eric Cole. But I'm familiar with Bryson D. Shambo, Adam Scott, and Dustin Johnson. Have you are you familiar with Eric Cole? Because I'm not.
1: No, I've never heard of him before. It Um, seems like um, some random individuals seem to always be around. Usually. Someone in the top 10 or so that just has the game of their life. Yep. And
0: he's still got five holes left. He's only on the 12th hole. So we'll see. Uh, DJ's on the rough on 16 and hit it from rough into the bunker. So he may lose a stroke here. I don't know if you've watched any of the coverage, but the rough is thick. And if you're in the rough, it can really be an, a nightmare. I mean, it's it's not quite U.S. Open rough, but it's pretty close to it. It's pretty close to it.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It'll be cool to see how it plays out, obviously, over the weekend. And I wonder if a live golfer will finally win one of these. And how's Kepka doing, by the way?
0: Uh, I'd have to go search for it right now, but he's not on the first couple of pages of the leaderboard.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. That's all I got today. Not a whole lot going on today.
0: Yeah, there is a, kind of a slow day. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it.
1: Bye. I'll tell you, in watching –
0: The tournament, uh, and I didn't watch a lot of it today, so I'll just preface it that the golf course is really, really U.S. Open-like. Now, I say that, and the leaders are at four on the par, which is not U.S. Open-like after one round. So I'm trying to find Kepka; He's not anywhere near uh, the lead. I'm searching for his name. Right now, I know a lot of people uh, picked him. And, you know, again, there's still a lot of golf left, but he's got to be able to make the cut. Rory McElroy is one over par. Tommy Fleetwood, one over par. Xander Shoffley, one over par. Phil Mickelson, one over par. Uh, Kepka finished the day with a 72, uh, two over par. Justin Thomas, two over par just to read you uh, some of the names, all right? But again, DJ is probably going to save par here. He just hit a great bunker shot for his third, and he's got about a five-foot putt left to make his uh, par on what is a really uh, visually appealing golf course. It's a beautiful golf course. It really is. All right, let's get to uh, some more phone calls, and it is Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you? I'm good, Grant. It's been a while. How have you been? i'm good buddy
2: yeah no i'm a i love golf in the majors it's one of my favorite things to watch i like you have not watched any of the coverage i'm going to try to uh recap some uh some some of the golf later on but i just love it when they make as you just commented these uh championships more like the u.s open where it is tougher grounds uh yeah like as you said minus fours you know (laughs) that's a great score but but you know what i mean when it when you are in deep uh when you're not in the fairway and you're in the deep rough, I, I just love it. I love it when to see these guys I struggle do a
0: little bit. I do too. When you're a professional and you miss the fairway, you should be penalized. These are the best golfers in the world. And when you miss the fairway and you're in the rough, uh it should it should be an issue. And so the way this golf course is set up in Rochester, New York, I mean the rough is very, very plush. I mean, if you, you don't even I mean, you can just turn on your TV and see how plush and thick the rough is. I mean, it's like for an amateur, f- for most golfers, I mean, it would be uh, hard for us to even get the ball out of there. First of all, and I really mean this, if there weren't marshals on the course, we wouldn't even find our ball. Like that, that that's, yeah. and I really mean that. The ball, yeah. you can't even see the ball. The ball disappears into the rough. You know how many times people lose their golf ball when they're only three or four feet off the fairway because they can't find it. Well, obviously that's not gonna happen on the PGA tour because you got marshals all over the place. Yeah. But it's uh it, the, the rough is amazing.
2: Yeah, I went to the US Open in San Francisco. Uh, I can't remember the exact years. You know, it's about ten years ago. I, I can't yeah. remember the course it was at. But to see in person the rough and you know, as we walked the course and saw, you know, a handful of players play out of the rough, it's just whole nother level was it the for, what
0: was it the olympic club
2: i think so uh i've drawn a blank on the name uh the guy who won uh webb simpson was the guy who won if my memory's right yeah uh the well, olympic the olympic
0: san... club the olympic club in san francisco which has been the home of the u.s open a couple of times uh is one of the most uh, I, i've i've played it two different times and the lakes course at the olympic club is incredible with the redwood trees. And if you, the greens are like putting on ice and the rough is amazing. And obviously when I was there, I wasn't playing in the US open conditions, but they still keep the course, you know, very difficult. So uh, that's a hell of a golf course. Yeah,
2: no, for sure. And uh, we got lucky that day. We went on a Saturday and Saturday was the moving day. Uh, if you could have a moving day with all the big names, we had such a great time. Even Tiger was in the mix uh, and I got to say, you know, the handful of sporting events I went to, it was just electric. You could hear the crowd roar when something was going on. Uh, of course, the entourage following Tiger with some other, you know, big names at the time. There was even an amateur who was doing well. I can't, I you know, I have no I have no clue what the guy's name was. But that Saturday, he was even in the hunt. And I, if I recall right, he did well leading into the Sunday and he fell off. But you had all these moving parts and it just makes – it makes such a great event for these majors when you have have all that coming together for a Sunday.
0: Yeah, I think they had one of the major events at Harding Park too. So I mean, there's all kinds of uh, the great golf courses in uh, San Francisco, and they had the PGA. I think that Colin uh, Murakawa won, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at Olympic Club as well. So you know, again, it's they have great golf courses, but. Uh, Dustin Johnson now, with a, it's less than five feet. It's more like uh, two to three feet. He saves at 15, uh, or at 16, rather, and he's got two holes left at minus four. Cole, by the way, has just made a birdie, and he is now in the sole uh, yeah. lead at five under par. How about that? I, I've i never even heard of this guy before.
2: Yeah, no, likewise. And looking at DeChambeau there, it just brings the, to mind a few years ago when – you know, everyone's looking for the next tiger. And after he bulked up and went through the the Hulk phase, you know, he was getting so much coverage as that guy, you know, just the monster just blowing it off the tee. And frankly, since, since, since he hit that uh, peak, as far as media hype, he's just fallen back. He hasn't done anything. If my memory's right.
0: No, he's on the live golf tour too. He ran and took the money.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. So anyhow, it's always fun to see. There's a bunch of guys up top, and the way this court sets up, it can move the, by by Saturday, no problem. Thank you, buddy. Yep.
0: All right. Again, uh, PGA Championship still going on late in uh, round two. Uh, Eric Cole is through 13, and he is at uh, five under par. Scott DeChambeau, Dustin Johnson, one back at four under. Scottie Scheffler is two back with a 67 all right holler at me if you want to uh, get in on the program and we bring on john hello john grant how are you buddy i'm good john what's happening
3: uh kepka's two under he's posted
0: already so uh, people were asking about that not two under not two under two over he had a 72. pardon me come on yeah you said under
3: (laughs) two over but still in it, like you said, there's tons of golf left. This is day one, you know. Anything could happen as long as you're not 12 under. That's, or 12 yep. over. Or 12 under. Right. So, um, man, you're going on your golf trip again with Chris. Hey, are you going back to Scotland?
0: No, 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 no. I'm not going on a golf trip. I'm going to Chris's club to play in his member oh. guest. Yeah. Oh, I misunderstood.
3: I was, I was wondering if you were going back. To Scotland, then I guess that's. The
0: I wish here. I no, I wish. I wish. Uh, yeah, I bet. No, that, No, we're not 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 traveling abroad at all to play golf. That's for darn sure. I hear you. Hey, have you ever played Oak Hill? I have never played Oak Hill. No. In Rochester, that's one thing I
3: was wondering. I know it's not far from where you grew up, but did you golf much when you
0: lived in New York, or did you do that? Mainly? Yeah, my when dad, my dad here. took my brother and I out um, whenever we could to a public course. We used to go out to a place in Comac uh, and we always, my dad, my dad, God rest his soul. um, We never played until the twilight rate so we could save money. So we would go to this course in Comac and we would tee off uh, after three o'clock for the twilight rate. And there were a couple of times we would literally be playing the 17th and the 18th where you could barely see your ball, but we always managed to finish.
3: That is a great story. Hey, I, where I grew up, quick one here. Well, my grandpa taught me to play golf. He was a very good golfer in his day. Grandma said he probably could have went professional if, if he chose that course. So he was very good. My dad wasn't a, an avid golfer at all. He was more of outdoor enthusiast, scuba diver and so forth. But we, there was a golf course right near our house, just a small little nine hole course in San Luis Obispo, California but it was only two blocks from my house. So I would play that all the time. As a kid, I would shag balls. I, You know, just walking home from junior high school. So I go in there and that's where I kind of learned to play golf just at this little nine hole course. Yeah. And it's amazing. Cause now, you know, I don't really play often, but when I do grant, you know, I play with buddies that play all the time. They're blown away that I could, I, could, I still got a short game and I still got a putting game. My yeah. long game is not you know, I'm not blasting at 300 yards, but if I could get 200, 200, you know, right in the fairway,
0: it, it's, it's yeah. a ton of fun. Golf is I'll tell you, great. those type of courses are really good. There was a course near my house that was like that, and Chris Russo and I used to go play there. Our parents would drop us off, and then,
1: yeah. you know,
0: they would pick us up at a certain time, and we used to do that. I was blessed to play, uh, right, not play, but I was blessed to grow up on long island where there's a lot of phenomenal courses it's been the you know beth page black beth page has got five courses and beth page was about a 15 minute ride from where i lived and so we would go out and play beth page but we didn't play the black oh. course we played the other courses and that that was always fun but you know we i never played any of the tournament courses such as you know shinnecock hills and beth page black and i i mean i didn't play courses like that but they're beautiful beautiful Not golf so courses like on Long Island. Country, i
3: guess not until went you to went the to the old country, you could play those. Till you went yeah, we to just Scotland, played. We play some we,
0: of those ones, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, How in Scotland, that? we played all the great golf courses, sure. Oh, I remember. Hey, I could hear stories about that trip forever. I mean,
3: that, which is why I was asking if, if you were going back there again. So, but oh, this yeah, is no. Be a, no, no, no. This is going to be a local one with
0: you and Chris and some of the boys' dinners. Yeah, actually, a lot of the guys that went to Scotland, a lot of the guys that went to Scotland that I met belong to this club. And Uh uh, matter of fact, I'm not playing with Chris in the member guest. I'm playing with uh, another guy that went to Scotland with us that we we became really good friends. Uh, I'll see Chris. I think we're playing a practice round on Thursday, but I'll see Chris spend a lot of time with him. But I'm not actually playing with Chris. Well, that's all right, man. You're going to have a you're going to have a great time.
3: I, I just needed to talk a little golf. I love it. I love that it's back on, and, you know, the, the majors are great. Yep. Um, Jimmy Amen. Butler last night, you know, we talk about this all the time. That guy, his second tonight. he had six steals, I think. I mean, come on now. Yep. And I heard comments he's that he's never seen. I, the, I, saw, I remember one perform, performance when Kareem Abdul-Jabbar got hurt and Magic Johnson stepped up like no man's business in a game. But Jimmy Butler is doing this every single time night without tyler here you know a handful a couple of guys tyler hero in particular you know it is amazing jimmy his heart is as big as anyone's i've ever met
0: man i mean it's incredible it, it's, no, it's incredible. pretty amazing what he's doing yep it's pretty he, amazing it's
3: what he's doing. you could put an r in there for jimmy and call it the miami heart because they got it yeah. and this might be yeah. their year i didn't expect yeah. him to play that well last night against boston nor did I really expect Tatum to melt down. I don't know if you want to call it a meltdown, but in the fourth quarter, he didn't do much.
0: So, but Well, the bottom line know, is Boston's deep- been in this position a lot this year. They have not played uh-huh. well at home in the playoffs, and yet they still uh-huh. are in this position. So, uh, you know, I, I still think they're going to bounce back, but uh, they got a must-win coming up in game two. I don't think they win this series if they lose both games at home.
3: I wholeheartedly agree with you. If they lose both at home, Miami's just is not like that. I mean, even their games—they don't win. They don't lead by 15, or they're not down by 15. They are always close yep. games. It is so fun to watch. Yep. So fun to watch. I can't wait tonight, though, man. I think I think Denver's going to take this series in five or six games. I think they're going to win it tonight, and then split probably in LA. Let's
0: see what happens, John. I appreciate the call, buddy. You have a good one. All right. Yep. That's why we play them, Grant. You have a great one. All right. Good stuff right there. Good thing I didn't. Good thing I didn't uh, let John give us a false score there without me looking at the leaderboard and everyone's thinking Brooks Kepka's at two under par. Come on, John. It's a four stroke difference. All right. If you're going to call up and be a sports reporter, John, you got to have your facts straight. Can't call up and tell me someone's two under par when they're two over par, John. You know better than that. Come on now. That's a four stroke difference. Uh, Eric Cole at five under, Scott, Dustin Johnson, D. Chambeau at four under. And Scotty Scheffler is at three under. Just to give you an idea about nobody knows Eric Cole. I'm watching the coverage. They haven't even shown him once. I haven't even seen him. I don't even know what the guy looks like. It's unbelievable. Now he is uh, all by himself on the leaderboard. Maybe it's because he teed off on the back nine first is what it looks like. We'll see. But he's got... An incredible round going. Ricky Fowler is at uh, two over par. Uh, let's see, a birdie putt that he missed. He'll remain at uh, two over par. Uh, she has got uh, two holes left. All right, again, what do you want to talk about? Raise your hand. Don't forget, next week, we're going to be moving over from uh, Listen App five days a week. We're going to mix it up over on YouTube with my uh, open forum debates and things of that nature. So we'll be doing that starting next week. We got the holiday weekend coming up, so there won't be any show on Monday. Uh, I won't be doing the show when I'm playing in uh, Chris's uh, member guest tournament. So those will be a couple of days where there won't be shows. So just make sure you follow me here and subscribe to all of my various outlets. And you'll be aware of when the shows are going to uh, take place. Lakers don't have to win tonight. You know, a lot of people think, gee, you know, Lakers need. No, they're going to have to win one game. We know that to win the series. Oh, wow. They're showing Cole. Now I know what he looks like. They're going to need to win. Okay. They're going to need to win one game in Denver to win the series. We know that, but it doesn't have to be tonight. I mean, the Warriors didn't win game one or two in Sacramento and they still won the series. So yeah, Cole did start off by the way. Eric Cole started off on the back nine. So he's on the front nine right now. It's probably why we're not seeing him that much. Uh, Phil Mickelson's not having a bad tournament. Phil is through uh, 16, and he's one over par. So that's not bad. Not bad at all. You know, Phil had a very good Masters tournament. And after this, he got the U.S. Open. And then, of course, uh, the U.S. Open in Los Angeles in a couple weeks. And then the uh, Open Championship to round out uh, the championship schedule, but you know, as far as the uh, rest of the world in sports, I'm not into baseball yet. I'm really not. I'll get into it later in the summer, but I'm not into it now. I'm into hockey and golf. That's what I'm primarily watching the most of. I will watch the Stanley cup playoffs. I'll be all over the Knights and the stars. No question. I will not be too far away from that series. I love the Stanley Cup playoffs. I I live for it every year. I love it. And I make that an absolute priority for me to watch as much hockey as I can. I can't get enough of it. I think it's the best thing going. And of course, the conference finals are underway in Carolina, the Panthers and the Hurricanes with uh, the Panthers being really incredible story. But they are on the road game one eight minutes gone by and it is a scoreless first period all right let's move along let's get to uh antonio hello antonio how are you great grant how you doing sir i'm good buddy hey um i
4: i got the lakers um i still think i think they were on fire i mean the way the way denver was hitting their threes i don't know Some i want to throw out a number it was 15 for 30 but that sounds low because it sound like they were hitting everything um i just see the lakers somehow getting it done i think you know the 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 nuggets that could can definitely run them off the court and you know everybody's first take now is saying oh we found it. Like, we we found a matchup you know get ad off of off joker and, and let uh i think his name is hashimoto i can't pronounce his name right uh um, yep, yeah i like the kids game actually but um I still see. The, I see them. I, I see the Lakers somehow getting, getting busy on them somehow. You I know, mean, maybe LeBron has a LeBron game. Um, Ad, Ad had a good game here tonight, actually, uh, uh, Grant. Um, and um, so I see that. And then I, what I really want to ask you too, Grant, to break down. Um, Break down, and you've seen him. You've been courtside. Break down the Miami Heat's coach to 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 us. I'm, I'm, I'm not a, a newbie. I've been watching him for a long time. But what does he do different? That he, I know he outcoached at Bosco. But what what kind of guy is he? I don't well, know if you know him personally, but what, what, break him down. First of us.
0: all, Eric Spolster, Eric Spolster has been the head coach of the Miami Heat for a long time. Uh, so he has a ton of experience. He has tremendous rapport with his players, and they treat everyone the same. In that culture, but it really starts with Pat Riley. When you walk into, you know, that building. When you walk into that building to play for the Miami Heat, um, everyone's on the same page. Nobody is treated differently. Nobody's treated, you know, uh, as a special. Oh wow, that we got to cater to that person they treat all the players the same they deal with all the players the same it is a true team in the sense of the word team spolster is a very good coach i mean i, I can't tell you exactly what makes him that first of all he's had very good players but right. he's very yeah, that- good he's a very good uh, uh in-game coach he makes very good adjustments and he has an ex- extremely good feel for the game in crucial moments
4: Okay, do you have any? Uh, when, I, when I get you on the air, um, do you have any Pat Riley stories for the, for all your listeners out there? Because I love when you tell us a, a bedtime story while well, it's still early for bed. You got a story to tell us? Any Pat Riley stories you can tell? Maybe me seen him at the bar one night, seen him in the uh, no, I've never seen, I've never,
0: uh, no, no, I've never seen Pat Riley out. I've never had a social experience with him. I don't think I've ever talked with Pat Riley, so I don't really have, uh, you know, any stories. All I tell you though, when you go to work for the Miami Heat. Whether you are an equipment manager, whether you're a secretary, whether you're the general manager, whether you're the star player, you get a Miami Heat manual, okay? And in that manual, it tells you uh, the goal of the team, it tells you what is expected of you, Uh, it tells you that you are all there in the organization to win championships. And regardless of whether you clean the arena at the end of the game or you are Dwayne Wade, you're there to see the miami heat win championships and if they do you will all reward in the experience of being there to help win the team and so i love pat riley it's called culture it's uh building the team the right way and quite frankly i'm surprised that more teams don't do that Antonio are you there All right, I'll put him back in the audience. All right, let's move along. Last one, Grant. I lost Antonio, so we got to move on. Let's get to Zach. Thank you, Antonio. Zach, how are you? Hey, not too bad.
3: Hey, Grant, this is interesting. With the whole Miami Heat situation, if I read correctly on Twitter last night, uh, Matt George has stated that uh, Eric Spolstra has never won Coach of the Year. Is
0: that true? Yeah, that's correct.
3: Uh-huh. How how do you why do you think that is? I mean, he, I think. I don't me,
0: know. I don't, I don't really know. But most 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 coaches that win coach of the year get fired within two years. So he's probably fine with that. <laughs> Rick adelman <laughs> Rick Adamant never won coach of the year. I mean, we I mean, did. What about Greg Popovich? He's won coach of the year, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, um, you know, again, think about Rick Adelman's career. He never won coach of the year.
3: Do you think part of that is because, like? The years that you know when he was with the Miami Heat and they went to the finals, do you think there was just like because you know Spolster could have was expected to be good and there was like other coaches? I have no idea.
0: I, I, I don't know why they he hasn't. Uh, and I'm surprised that you to know this. This has been talked about for years about Spolster never winning Coach of the Year. I'm but but it's um it, you know, listen. I, I don't. think It does it bother him? Mm, you know, maybe it does. I I don't know. What what he has though is he's got you know, world championship rings that he has on his hands. That's really probably all he cares about.
3: Definitely. And then in the beginning of the show, um, I was tuning in like three minutes late and you were talking about your schedule for the next few months. What uh, does your schedule look like as far as your shows?
0: Well, I, I don't, I can't plan it out in the next couple of months. I can only plan it out, you know, for the next few weeks at a time next week, I'm going to be doing listen app on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'll be doing YouTube over on Tuesday and Thursday, the following week, We have a holiday on Monday, right? So that's Memorial Day. And then I'll plan the schedule after that. I only do the schedules a week in advance because of my schedule. I will not have uh, the second week of June. I won't have shows, I can guarantee you, on Thursday and Friday because I'll be playing in the member guest tournament of Chris Russo. Um, So, you know, again, I just you'll know a week ahead of time guys. I was just making sure I was getting the right information. Yep. No problem. Thank you. I'll make sure that everyone's, I'll make sure you're all informed. I appreciate you asking, appreciate the support. I'll make sure that you always know when I'm going to be doing the shows, but you know, again, if I'm traveling or I'm, I'm, uh, it's just, I'm very limited to what I can do, but I, I try to have consistency, but I really like what's going on on YouTube. I get a very, uh, Different audience on YouTube than I get here on Listen App. Uh, the numbers are much bigger. I just love talking to people. So that's why I do the show on Listen App. But for right now, during the summer months, when there's no, not a lot going on, it really doesn't make sense to do the show on Listen App every day. It's just, and again, this is, I don't mean this in any way, shape, or form, disrespectful. I don't really like, uh, and again, I, I want to make sure this comes across the right way. But like every day I have the same conversation with the same people every day. And I don't want to do that. I I want more people to call. And if not, then that's fine. But then I'll go to YouTube because I get much more of an interaction on that, even though it's not a direct interaction. It's via the chat line. But the numbers prove that that is a better way to go for me right now. And so that's what I'm doing. Got it. Thank you. Hey, Zach, you take care. Thanks for your support. Bye-bye. All right, let's move along. We get to uh, Jerry in Sacramento. What's up, Jerry? Hey,
5: Grant. Thank you for taking my call, sir. How are you today?
0: I'm good, buddy. What's happening?
5: Hey, Grant. Uh, you know, Going back to the, Mi- to the Miami Heat, Grant, how do you think uh, Pat, uh, Pat Riley would have handled DeMarcus Cousins coming to the Heat?
0: He would have been gone within two weeks. <laughs> uh Grant and well, first of all, Pat Riley would have never had a DeMarcus Cousins on the team. So that would have never happened. But if it if uh, but but if it did happen, he would be there a very short period of time.
5: And, you know, Grant, I don't want you to think that I'm cheating on you, Grant, but sometimes, Grant, on the way home, I have about a 35, 40 minute commute from home, uh, uh, yep. from work to home. And uh, I put on KHDK, uh and. It's just, I mean, Grant, it's just so brutal to listen to Grant. I mean, they don't take any kind of calls. I mean, they may take a call here and there, but it's just like it's it's not your show like it used to be. It's just I mean, it just sucks. I mean, just like seriously, guys.
0: Well, you know what? It will never be my show the way it used to be. And KCK knows that. They fired me. They know they made a mistake. And I'm very happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that nobody listens to that station in the afternoons. I, I love hearing that.
5: Grant, I try to put it on there, Grant, and then you know what? I would rather put on a disc of uh, probably, probably Elvis Presley, you know, just from the freaking seventies, <laughs> and just like
0: yeah, put up put a little I mean, Jailhouse Rock on while you're driving home. There you go.
5: <laughs> and Grant, listen, uh, let me ask you something. Um, so Anthony Davis, uh, you know, there's been big jokes around now, like TNT, this and that. They're freaking laughing. This guy gets hit in the head, and he's going out uh, in a wheelchair uh, after the game. He's, you know, I mean. It, Grant, you know, Lakers are ready to be fortunate. This guy does not get hurt because if he does, Lakers season is over.
0: They're done. Ron James yeah, they know that. By they, they know that. That's true of them, most team. You know, if, if uh, the Joker gets hurt, Denver's done. If Jim B. Butler gets hurt, they're done. By the way, Adam Scott just doubled uh, 17, and he is now at two under par and three back. But, yeah, that's true. You could say that about the best player on every team. But, yeah, if Anthony Davis gets hurt, of course, they are done. They, they would be lucky. They probably wouldn't win a game.
5: And, Grant, on a, on a serious note here, uh, the Phoenix and, uh, NHL team uh, might be gone. What do you think yep. the Sacramento chances are of getting that team, Grant? Zero. Uh, what would you say that for?
0: Well, the arena's not built for hockey, so you couldn't put a hockey team in there. You'd have to build a new arena. And so there's no interest to bring the NHL to Sacramento. So, again, the chances of the uh, Coyotes coming to Sacramento are at zero.
5: And Grant, you think Sacramento is more of a of a soccer team than uh, probably a hockey team?
0: Yes, one hundred percent.
5: Okay, all right,
0: Grant. Yep. Uh, yep.
5: And, and Grant, one more thing too, Grant. So uh, you know what I mean? Going uh, into next season, okay? If the Kings, uh, if they stay, if they stay healthy, because you just said that you know each coach that won Coach of the Year, they were fired within two years. That does not fate well for Coach Mike
0: Brown. Well, yeah, I, I was just stating a fact. I mean, right. I don't want to pin the bad luck on the shoulders of Mike Brown right now, but I think you and I both know and everybody else listening and most people, you just talked about what would happen to the Lakers without Anthony Davis. Well, let me right. ask you a question. What do you think would happen to the Kings if De'Aaron Fox was out for a month or two?
5: Uh, we would have a long a long
0: season, Grant. We would have a long right. season. And then, and then the owner, who would he blame?
5: Uh, he would probably blame the coach, Yes.
0: Okay, so that's what the, that's how this league works, unfortunately. And I, I hope it doesn't happen, but I, I think the Kings could win 20 games next year and Mike Brown would not get fired next year. But if they followed up with another bad year, then Mike Brown would not be back after his third year. I, I do believe that. I believe the Kings could literally be a last-place team next year and Mike Brown would still be the coach the following year.
5: But Grant, so the ownership and management – they don't take that into consideration that you know there's was well, injury. that. I mean
0: that's why this. You happened. know, how, you know how pro sports works. We right. see it every single year. We you know what, see it every single year. You know what, I mean, about, think about think about Mike Budenholzer. Let's use him as an example. Right. He won a championship two years ago. Okay. In game one, in game one against Miami, arguably the best player in the league, gets hurt and misses the next two games. Okay. Comes back plays well, but clearly most people would acknowledge that he wasn't a hundred percent. They get upset. Okay. Who's gone? The coach that just won the NBA championship two years ago is fired.
5: Well, Grant, you can't fire your players. I mean, there has to be somebody that's going to have the downfall for that.
0: Well, let's hope we're not having this conversation though. you know, maybe the Kings win 55 games next year and the number one or number two seed. You know, there's also that possibility as well.
5: Grant, if the Kings stay healthy and add talent to the roster, do you see them winning 50-plus games next year?
0: Absolutely. They won 48 this year or 49, and so, yeah, they would be. Now, here's the other thing you have to keep in mind, and I think that I have to mention this, is the Kings were extremely lucky with injuries this year. Extremely right. lucky. The chances of that happening again next year are not very good.
5: And Grant, let me ask you something: If the Kings do make the postseason next year, which you know hopefully they do, uh, do you think other teams uh, put him on radar after the poor series he had against the Warriors? No, no. Or do you think he needs to be more more aggressive like he was in the regular season?
0: Grant, I don't understand. I don't think I don't change. I don't think uh, it. Not I don't. I don't buy any of that into next season. I mean, each season, it's his own separate entity. Uh, I don't I don't look at anything that happen at playoffs other than De'Aaron Fox showed that he's an elite player. Other than that, I don't really take much out of the playoffs.
5: But, Grant, if the Kings don't get any big men to help rebound, I mean, you know, you can't let Jordan Poole get 20-plus rebounds in a game. Seriously, you can't let that happen. I mean, they have to go out there. Hey, they buddy, have to do
0: something. Buddy, do you realize that it's the middle of May right now, right? Yes. Grant. <laughs> you re- you realize that free agency hasn't started, correct? Right. Grant, you and- realize that we haven't had you realize we haven't had the NBA draft yet, correct? <laughs> yes, sir. I do. Grant. OK, you realize you realize that the NBA finals have not even begun yet, correct? Uh,
5: yes, Grant. Yeah. I'm All right. Gonna- you're worried. You're
0: worried. And you're you're worried about the Kings roster. Do me a favor. Call me up uh, on this <laughs> subject after nba free agency is over and then if if it's still that way we can have a conversation but it's impossible to fix the team right now without having a draft in free agency
5: oh grant
0: jerry why do you jerry why do you do why do you do this to yourself all the time why do you do this why do you put yourself in a, a, a why do you torture yourself like this
5: grant that's probably why i have blood pressure issues my friend
0: oh my god you think (laughs)
5: <laughs> right <laughs> okay well you know I'm just trying to get a uh just you know somebody that's gonna shoot me straight and somebody that has knowledge of this game for me that doesn't so I go to you you know like I said I've listening to you for 30 plus years now so you know what and I'm I'm not gonna wait till after the draft is that I'm gonna be calling you so you know what you may get tired of okay. my voice but I'm gonna call you anyways
0: I appreciate you you take care
5: you do grant thank you
0: all right. The schedule's not out. The NBA Finals still are two weeks away. And we got Jerry worried about the Kings roster when there's nothing they could do to fix it right now, even if they wanted to. That's Jerry for you right there. All right, again, uh, Eric Cole, five under, Shambo Johnson at four under, Scheffler Connors at three under. That double bogey uh, by Scott dropped him from four under to uh, two under. All right, if you want to get on before we wrap it up, now is the time. Hit that hand icon, and we will do it. Don't forget, next week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, here on Listen app. Tuesday and Thursday over on YouTube. We got Jerry Reynolds as well. Next Thursday over on, or excuse me, on Wednesday, I should say, on uh, YouTube, Jerry will be with us. That's Wednesday to talk uh, NBA basketball, hockey tonight, hockey coming up as well. Friday, that's right. Game one tomorrow, Vegas and Dallas. All right, John. I'm going to give you thirty seconds, buddy, because you know uh, your information the last time threw everyone into a tizzy. Go ahead. Okay, Cole
3: is five under. That's what I wanted to say now. But what I wanted to say the other day: what are the chances of getting McFly on? Are you going to be able to get the GM on there? Uh, yeah, I, I don't want to get him still? on. In the,
0: I, I could get him on anytime no, I not want, in the but. Middle. Yeah, I'll get them on, get on my pocket.
3: After the series
0: or something? Absolutely, yep. Grant. That would be awesome. 100%. It will happen. All right, buddy. Thank you. See you, man. Take care, buddy. All right. Good show today. Appreciate it. You enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Enjoy the games tonight, whether it's hockey, whether it's uh, the NBA, or if you want to bore yourself, watch a little baseball. That would put you to sleep. You take care. Thanks very much. So long.